Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. Welcome. How did your Halloween go? I thought it was fantastic. Mine too. I sure hope I survived um, it. I sure hope I. <laughs> from what I gather, it was a real hit. Even yeah. though um, I'm I'm speaking about my Halloween before it's even happening. Yeah, we're recording this before Halloween, but it will be airing after Halloween. So we're just acting like Halloween has already happened. I imagine it went really well. I think mine did too. I feel. That I've gone through time and I'm looking back at Halloween. I'm like, yeah, that was really fun. I'm glad I did that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have for us today? Um, uh, well, it's another edition of Paranormal and Paranoid News. So I've collected some very fun and interesting stories that I found around the internet. So I'm so glad that you're here to hear them all because um, I threw this together this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like getting getting those papers done last done. minute. It's like a book report that's due. Yeah, there's certain personality types that do really well under pressure like that. Yeah. We'll find out if mine is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you one of them, Molly? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, my first story is um, something that was posted on our favorite social media site, which is... TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Um, the video was posted by a user named Shani Fantig. Um, S-H-A-N-N-Y-F-A-N-T-G. Sure. Okay. Fantig. Fantig. So I think the video is supposed to be of Shani Fantig's two dogs, but I'm not clear about that. The user posted this video of her two dogs, and they are in her living room, and they're each in their own separate crates in the middle of the living room. And the video begins where the dogs are barking intensely for some reason, which is weird because there's nothing in the room that you can see. Oh, I hate that. They're just barking, 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 barking. But this is where things get really weird. Suddenly, they both stop barking, and they also stop moving. Like, not an, even an inch. You're staring at them for a long time. You know, dogs are always moving. They are perfectly still. And at first, I thought that the video had stopped running. Like it had glitched? Yeah. But I looked down below, and the timer was still going. <gasps> the uh, clock, little clock below, was still going. So that it was just, they were not moving. So they're standing there very, very still. They're no longer barking. It's at least like 20, 15, 20 seconds. And That's then, a long it's time a long for time. dog seconds. It's a long time. It's weird. And then all of a sudden, one of the dogs gets yanked somewhat violently to the back of his kennel and his collar falls off. <gasps> um, the dog quickly writes himself and then he starts to sniff the collar. And the dog does not appear to be harmed, but it's hard, you know, hard to say what would have done this to the dog. Um, yeah, it's Thank crazy. God the collar was loose and I, it came over I know. his head. So let me, I'll pull up the uh, video and you can watch it. Mm -hmm. And we'll post the video link oh, for people. Absolutely. Yep. See, it looks like the video stopped, but it hasn't. They're not moving at all. That's not natural. The, the tail is like not. Tail's not wagging. How is it can be... Weird. That's messed up. Isn't that weird? Do you want to see it one more time? Let's see it one more time. Oh, 
that's the, one of the weirdest parts right there. It's just they just shut when up and they don't frozen, move. When they're frozen, dogs aren't like that. Something would be moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some part of their body would be moving. What are people's comments on this? I don't know. Um, I haven't actually looked at the comments, um, but here's what the person... Writing the article? The post, well, the woman that posted the video says, mm-hmm. um, she says that this happened about a year after moving into the house. Nothing happened for almost two years, and now things are happening again. So she thinks there's something haunted in her house. It's This is a video that's been seen 12.5 million times online. Because people really believe legitimately that something happened because it's so hard to explain how that would have happened. Right. And some people say, oh, it's CGI, but I don't know. Maybe I... CGI can do some incredible things nowadays, so I don't With know. With the timer still going like that, uh-huh. though, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to... It's kind of weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, That's that... That's super scary. That popped up on Coast to Coast and TikTok and a variety of other places, and I thought, oh, that's a good one to cover because it really is quite of an interesting video. So we'll yeah. definitely post the link. You guys can watch it and tell us what you think in our um, comments or social media. And she'll probably need mm-hmm. to move out of her home. Oh, yeah. If I saw that video in my house, I'd be like, nope, we're going to go. I'm not even going to step back inside that house. The ghost can have it. (laughs) (laughs) So my next um, story is about a woman. Um, She's a British singer, and her name is Brocard. I believe B-R-O-C-A-R-D-E. I know you always spell all the words I don't know how to say. But Uh anyway, um, she recently went on This Morning, which is a show in the UK, to proclaim her love for the ghost that haunts her home. Oh, God. Is this going to be ghost sex? It's a beautiful love story. Maybe. (laughs) They did not get into the details of that, but perhaps. She said his name is Eduardo, and he was a Victorian soldier who died after falling down a well at the age of 35. Brocard reports upon their first meeting, she was having a particularly bad day. She said the day itself was a disaster. It was stormy. There were thunderstorms, lightning, like all the things yeah and she had a terrible fight with a good friend of hers and she was very upset she went home she was just really just didn't want to see anybody and she crept into bed but because she was so stressed out she kept tossing and turning and she could not fall asleep finally she started to feel a burning in her heart As, as she laid there she said the burning moved down her body through her stomach and then down her legs until it moved out of her body. And she said she felt like the the spirit moved through her whole body. Suddenly she was propelled forward. Like I think she was shoved up sitting upright and she was completely freaked out because she knew something really fucked up (gasps) is happening to me right now. Yeah. So she said she was sweating and crying and nervous she reached out to turn on her her bedside lamp, mm-hmm. and another hand grabbed her hand that was reaching out and threw it back it at her. It did not. Mm-hmm. And that's when she really thought somebody was in the room with her, and she was really panicked. So she kind of took a deep breath, and she tried again, and she managed to turn the light on. And she said when she did this, um, she saw a figure pass by her, and when he passed by her, she heard him say, I love you. Ew. And then she was overwhelmed with a feeling of peace and calm. (laughs) After he like burns through her. After he burned through her and then threw her hand away so she couldn't see him. And then he's like, oh, I love you. 
and then yeah. you took off. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a good way to escape um, yeah, a burglary. Yeah, exactly right. So that nobody will call the police. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I love you. I love you. Thank you for your um, jewelry set that I'm taking <laughs> with me. Sweet dreams, my love. Well, thanks for letting me fill you up. I love you. I love you. <laughs> so after this initial interaction, she said weird stuff really started to happen around her home. When she would take a shower, she would come out of the shower to find someone had written heart shapes in the steam on the mirror. Oh, God. <laughs> she decided to try to communicate with the ghost. So she would ask, who are you? What are you? Where do you come from? And she said she get very strong visions of who he was when she um, would ask these questions. She can get like telepathic like, information ooh. which i guess is how she figured out his name and his age and how he died and mm-hmm. you know where he was he from. just didn't write all that on the mirror oh, I guess he could have <laughs> <laughs> so as the relationship has developed it has gotten much more intense according to brocard they have been quote unquote together for about a year and a half no i don't know what that means I don't know if that means that they share a bed or, or a body or a body. Come in, keep me warm. It's especially cold tonight. <laughs> I little, need your burning hot little, love. It's a little nipply in here. Can you warm me up with your invisible body? Yeah. Yeah, it's very strange. Her dead boyfriend, though, does not appreciate it when she goes out with other people and he can get pretty jealous. According to Brocard, he, she says, because she's a songwriter, and if she's writing in her notebook a song about another guy... Um, she'll come back to it later and she'll open it up and the words of that song will be all smudged. <laughs> Apparently Eduardo is not a big fan of that. Or she says if she's getting ready to go out with friends and she's putting on her makeup, her boyfriend, her ghostly boyfriend will bump her elbow so she smears her makeup all oh. over her face. <laughs> That's That'll not show good. you. <laughs> right. He could he could turn violent. That's my wondering. Cause you know, if he's a demon, he can present himself as anything he wants. Right. Yeah. However, none of this phases her. Brocard says she isn't that interested in going on a date with an alive guy. She is kind of digging the ghost boyfriend thing, which means this is going to totally change dating apps everywhere. Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, this could be some kind of evil entity if it is even legit. She did say she is a senior songwriter, which means she's looking for attention. Yeah. So this could be a ploy for that. But, um, yeah, her um, she does a whole interview and I'll put the link up for that. You guys can watch it and tell us what you think but it's funny the two people interviewing her there's a guy and a girl interviewing her and the guy the whole time just looks at her dumbfounded like like he didn't know what to say yeah like so (laughs) like how i am sometimes when you tell your stories i'm just like uh yeah uh, (laughs) i'm speechless (laughs) he's just sitting there and he goes so after the first night that you like met him was it awkward like did he say well sorry about freaking you out the other like (laughs) i mean but he's got a point it's just a weird it's just a weird thing. But this woman huh. doesn't seem to be afraid of him. She's just kind of like maybe she's entranced by him. Like they, the people in Amityville or, you know, something like that. They have, um, they can make you feel emotions. Yeah. So if the spirit wanted her to feel at peace, like she said, I yeah. felt at peace, you know. Yeah. That's, um, that's her story. So I guess hopefully she will be okay. Hopefully. And she'll sell a lot of records. <laughs> <laughs> My next story is um, actually about a real-life Scooby-Doo. 
A greyhound named Bond has found a new hobby. His paranormal investigator parents have found that Bond can see ghosts. Can you spell that last name for me? <laughs> Fuck you. You know I'm saying it correctly. Bond, kidding. James Bond. Yeah, I know. I love it. Okay, come on. <laughs> um, Bond can see ghosts and, in fact, he has been a major asset in their paranormal investigations. Bond belongs to Brian Sterling Vett and Helen Wario, who adopted him from a Greyhound rescue in Manchester, England. They have donned him a very special vest that has the word Scooby-Doo embroidered on it, Aww, which is very cute. That is so cute. The couple and Bond recently visited a haunted building that used to be a prison in England. They declared that Bond saw something they could not see, and he chased it around the building, dragging Helen behind him on a leash. <laughs> so he was walking her instead of the I other can way around. I can envision that. I've seen that in my neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Big dogs Absolutely. pulling their owners. He finally ended up in one of the prison cells in which he began to choke. That particular cell was the same cell that at least two former prisoners had committed suicide. They did this about 100 years ago, but still, it's the same cell that they had died in. That's scary. And when you think about it, I don't know how they committed suicide, but most people in those cells will hang themselves because they don't have access to any other weaponry. So that means they would choke to death. And the dog was choking in the cell. So that's what I think he's picking up on the death state of the uh, of the cell. Yeah, or a ghost is in there saying, or the ghost be is, one of us is possessing the us. dog's body to yeah. show it how it died or something. Yeah. yeah. So Brian says that Bond is a far better ghost detector than any of their fancy electronics that they use on their investigations. That's a good boy. Good boy. Good boy. So yeah, that was Scooby Snack. Kind of a fun you. little. Um, Haunted dog situation. I, I do I do agree with them that animals can detect so much better than we on the oh, spirit absolutely. level. Well, they can see more, too. Yeah. They can see more rays of light than we can or spectrums of light. So, yeah, of course they can. That's why when a cat is, like, playing with something in the air that you can't see, it's so freaky. Because you're like, well, what are you mm. seeing that I can't see? Some kind of spirit or something. Yeah. Thanks to Joe Scott of YouTube for this next story. In the 1880s, there was a body of a 16-year-old girl that was discovered floating in the River Seine in Paris. So the cops come along. They're like, oh, God, there's another body. Let's go get her. And they pull her out. And they're like, what do we do with her? I don't know. Let's take her to the morgue. Okay. So they take her down to the morgue. They could not identify her. And so apparently the way you do things in Paris, if you find a dead body and you don't know who it belongs to, you put it in the display window of the morgue. Oh, God. And <laughs> no, they don't. Yes, they do. They put it in the display window so that the people of Paris can walk by if they're missing family or friends to see if they made it to the morgue. <laughs> and they'll look in the, all the bodies are lined up there and they can walk along and they're like, oh, there's Uncle John or whatever. Now we know where he is. Um, and there's a lot of people who aren't missing anybody in their lives. They're just bored because there's nothing yeah. to do in those days. I'm like, I know. Let's go down to the morgue and see who's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's our teacher. <laughs> right. We don't like him at all. So anyway, it was a um, kind of a normal activity for the people of the town to come down there and just kind of peruse the dead bodies. So they go down there and they're looking in the windows at these dead bodies and they see this girl and she's pretty. She's very pretty. She's got a very pretty face. And in fact, her death face was kind of a slight smile when her eyes were closed Ooh. and she kind of looks like the mona lisa that mysterious smile look to her like this 
just like that, Carol. Not as sexy though. Oh. <laughs> you're you're just you're bringing too much sex appeal to it. Okay, ready? How about this? <laughs> she looks more pure. That's perfect. That right there is it. That's absolutely it. I've been told I look like the you, Mona. You do look at the Mona. So anyway, <clears throat> she's laying there and a couple weeks go by or whatever and people are like, nobody knows who she is. And they decide she had died by suicide because there's no outward trauma to her body. So they really can't tell. So they're like, well, she's a suicide. We do, She doesn't belong to anybody. So we'll just have to give her a, you know, funeral in the in the cemetery unmarked marked gray whatever we'll just throw her in there because they don't know back up say it again (laughs) well they're just gonna throw her into a a grave for a pauper because there's no they have no there's no family there's no family there are no friends nobody has any clue who she is but the thing is her beauty word of her beauty has spread throughout paris and people are coming in droves to see this beautiful girl oh wow and they ended up naming her um, and I'm really sorry because I'm probably going to butcher this because it's French, but it's Lincolnu de la Sin. Lincolnu de la Sin. Just imagine I'm saying it with the perfect Let's, French accent. What? Let me read it. Let me look at it. The Inconnu de la Sin. Thank you. My God. Perfect French. Perfect French. Good job. Oui. Oui, oui. Okay. So. A uh, little Ling Canoe. <laughs> <laughs> little Ling Canoe was <laughs> not picked up by anybody. But her beauty, the rumors of her beauty spread throughout the land, and people were coming from all around to see this beautiful girl. But obviously, she can't lay out there forever because she's going to be really stinky and well, starting yeah. to, to decompose. So, one of the um, morticians decided to make a death mask of her face oh. because it was so pretty. So, he did. He created some kind of, I don't remember what it was made out of, but he made some kind of mask of her face before they buried her. And once he had this mask created, he decided to make copies of it. So as he made copies of it, it's pretty fucked up, right? So he made copies of it. And as he did, people would be like, wait, where did you get this? And he's like, oh, that chick that that little lung canoe that we (laughs) that we buried. The beautiful dead girl in the window. The beautiful dead girl in the window. Who left that girl in the window. How much for that dead girl in the window? (laughs) He's like, I made a copy of her face. I made a death mask of her face and and I made some copies of it. And they're like, oh my God, can I have one? And he would be like, okay. So soon we got out that there was a copy of her face and everybody wanted this wow he replicated her face hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times and pretty soon every household had a ceramic image of her face hanging on their wall that is absurd isn't that bizarre it was like the home decor fashion of the 1880s everybody had to have this face of this girl yeah so um, even artists would buy it. They would write poetry about her. They would use it and they draw the face. Like, I mean, it was a big fucking deal. Okay, so fast forward to the 1940s or somewhere 1940s, 1950s. And the American Heart Association has decided that they want to have a dummy created because what they're looking to do is um, they want to have a dummy that their medical students can practice something called 
cardiopulmonary resuscitation, or as we know it as CPR. CPR, yeah. Yeah, that's about the time it was being developed. And they were teaching it to medical students all over the world, all over America. And they wanted to have a dummy because they realized we can't really practice this on live people. So if we had a dummy to practice on, this would be great. We'll we'll use a dummy and then they can practice doing the breasts and striking the chest and all of those things. And they approached a toy maker and his name was Osmond Lauderall. They went to him and they said, hey, um, would you be able to create this dummy for us, for us to teach our students CPR? He's like, as a matter of fact, I probably could do that. I just had great success making this doll. And she sold like hotcakes and I named her Annie or Anne or Annie somewhere in there. And he's like, I'll definitely make your CPR doll. So he (laughs) went ahead and he used this new plastic that um, I don't think it had ever been used for toys before. And he created the dummy. And when he was going to create the face, he remembered seeing a face of a beautiful girl in someone's house that he oh, knew. Oh, wow. It was the death mask of Little Lung Canoe. <laughs> um, and he decided he wanted to use her face to be on the CPR dummy. Okay. And because of the success of his um, prior toy, he named the, the the dummy Annie. Not so, Little Canoe. Not Little Canoe. <laughs> but that's how Little Canoe became Annie the CPR doll, right? Oh, so when you see the CPR doll, that's... Her name was Annie. Yeah. That's the same death mask. That's the same death mask. If you have it from that manufacturer, and she was the main CPR dummy used for most classes. So... Interesting. As classes in CPR spread and more and more people started to learn how to give CPR using the Annie CPR dummies, the students also learned that they needed to verbally practice talking to Annie as part of their training because she's pretending to be the victim in this case, right? The Mm -hmm. dummy. They were trained to say, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? Annie, are you okay? You've been hit by... You've been struck by a smooth criminal. (laughs) (laughs) No, but Michael Jackson learned CPR on an Annie CPR doll. And when they taught that to him, he took those lyrics and put it in his song, Smooth Criminal. I cannot believe it. Isn't that great? (laughs) So no... They don't have to say, you've been hit by a smooth criminal, but they do have to say, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Yeah, it's a true story. That's where he got the lyrics for that song. That is so bizarre. Isn't that bizarre? I cannot even handle that. Isn't that great, though? I was like, what are you doing over there? I was like, Holly's lost it, Josh. Holly has completely no, gone it's all bonkers. true. The, the internet told me it was true, therefore it is. So, Little Lankanoo, <laughs> I say it wrong every time, aka Annie, is still the face of the CPR doll today and is considered to be the most kissed face in the history of faces. Lateral's company estimates 300 million people have learned CPR by making out with an Annie CPR doll or the death face of an unknown 16-year-old girl from Paris, France. That creeps me (laughs) (laughs) the F out. That that is the most effed up story I have ever heard. Isn't it fun, though? It's a great story. It's great. So our last story is, and I'm probably going to mess up the pronunciation of this too, but this is one I could not find online 
to figure out how to pronounce it correctly. So we're going to go with the Agua River Monster of West Virginia. <laughs> and it's O-G-U-A, Agua. Well, a few years back, Carol, in the summer of 2019, a few friends, a guy named Nate Morano and Jake Byers, were out late one night catfishing off the West Fork River in West Virginia. Just to clarify, they were catfishing with poles, not computers. <laughs> the friends didn't have much light as only the moonlight and their headlamps illuminated the darkness. As they fished, Nate noticed something moving through the water. According to an interview he gave to CBS affiliate 13 News, Nate said, quote, It was a pretty clear night, so we had a good light from the moon. At first, when I looked over, you could see that something was intruding the flow of the water. So you could see the water as if it was going around a rock. And what I saw looked like it was in a circle. It was big. So I just thought it was, you know, possibly a ball. I didn't really a ball. a ball. I didn't really give much thought to it, but then it kept swimming. I looked back and I could see what looked like a snake, a snake-like movement somewhere behind the ball. So you know, going through it in my head, I'm trying to think, what am I seeing right now? Nate recounted, and then I finally realized it's all one thing. It's all one creature of some sort. Oh my god, is it Nessie? Uh no, but it could be related to Nessie, I suppose. I don't know. So cool. So when Nate pointed the weird animal out to his friend Jake, Jake acknowledged that he had seen it the previous week in the exact same spot. Jake told Channel 13, it looked like someone swimming on their hands and knees crawling across the rocks. So, yeah. So Jake, when he was out there prior, the week before, he had another friend with him and they thought that somebody had fallen into the water and they were trying to get across the river so we they decided to go over and try to help get him out and they were like putting their fishing poles trying to get it out of the water and he said um we're sitting there yelling at this black shadow crawling up the rocks and we realized it wasn't even looking at us it wasn't even acknowledging us so jake knows so had no ears yeah maybe Jake noticed the creature had a snake-like tail as well. Jake and his friend tried to pull it up with their poles, but the creature was swimming upstream on the surface of the water very quickly. Neither Nate nor Jake knew what to make of this theme, but of course they told their friends and family what they saw. Eventually, Nate happened upon the stories of the Agua River monster that inhabits the area. Nate said, quote, for so long, there was no way to clearly identify it because we didn't know what it was. We just knew it was big and it was alive. And then that's when we read the story about the fabled Ogua, and it made complete sense. Legend has it that the Ogua is a cross between an alligator and a snapping turtle <laughs> that also has a long snake-like tail and is very, very large, weighing in at 500 pounds. Whoa, that's heavy. They believe it is a leftover creature from prehistoric times. It is said to have the ability to survive in both the water and on land and can even come onto land to attack its prey. It is said to be able to crush an entire deer in one fell swoop. Oh, so those boys were lucky. They yeah. didn't get eaten. Yeah. The first people to see the Agua was a family in Holt, West Virginia in 1745 when they said their son was attacked by one, pulled under the water, and disappeared. Since this sighting, there have been several sightings of the Agua around West Virginia and in places like the West Fork River, which is a principal tributary of the Monongahela River, which is another major hotspot for sightings. Whatever it is, it's made 
a believer out of Nate Morano. He said, quote, I know what an alligator snapping turtle looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I've caught them before uh -huh. and they get massive. They do get massive. And I wouldn't be surprised if it is just a massive variation. But for how shallow the water is here and just general familiarity with the river, you know that something that is existing and thriving here that otherwise shouldn't be. So hmm. here is a picture of, and I guess this is some kind of sculpture that was made of it. Yeah, that is a bizarre turtle-looking snake alligator thing. <laughs> and then even... here is a drawing of what it looks like. Like a two-headed snapping turtle. Now, they didn't say it had two yeah. heads, but it's supposed to be just a ginormous... You know, it almost looks like a mutation or a deformity, but it's so big. It's so big. Like, how that's did why, it get so huge? That's why they it's think it's prehistoric. Like prehistoric or something. So, yeah. But um, so not paranormal, but still very dangerous. Yeah, it's a cryptid. It's a cryptid. Yeah, it's a yeah. cryptid. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, who knows? That's they've spotted this and they're on the lookout for it now. But maybe one day we'll turn on the news and there it will be. Who knows? Maybe they'll catch it. That is so scary. I wonder if people have gone missing in that area. Um, they didn't say that. No one mentioned or tied the missing people to this, creature. this creature. So I don't know. But um, anyway. Very scary. Those are my stories. Very good. Yeah. And so for a tarot reading, um, mm -hmm. I was thinking it might be fun to do a reading on the woman in love with the ghost. Yes. <laughs> and that we was can a great story. How the, her relationship is going to go with this, this new boyfriend. Okay, we are back. I am in honor of of um, all things ghosty. Yay. I'm using the Ghosts, Spirits, Tarot by Lisa Hunt. I drew the King of Cups reversed, Temperance, which is a major arcana card, and the Two of Wands. And this is not looking good, Holly. No, it sure isn't. Um, the King of Cups reversed. Well, we know the King of Cups is a man that's very passionate and shows his feelings mm. quite often. Yes, he does. However, reversed doesn't mean he's he's got true intentions of true affection. So already there's some deceit there. Um and so we go to the next card, Temperance. This is actually, the picture on the card is of a swan that's kind of like a, it, it shows a picture of a lady and then a swan. And the description is saying this is a shapeshifter. So I do believe that the nature of this ghost is actually um, really trying to possess her. Um, yeah. take her body and use her form mm -hmm. um, for yeah. pleasure yeah. or for some other uh, reason. Yep. And um, it's suggesting, you know, that she keep her boundaries and keep keep herself whole. Yeah. Um, because that's really important that you not let the spirit into your personal space. Yep. Um, the two of wands. This is, again, featuring a doppelganger on here. And this card's description said... Um, there's a battle for your life yeah. going on. Yeah. So uh, this isn't good for her. Mm -hmm. I mean, this ghost or entity, whatever it is, is expressing affection. Yeah. But it's it's much more sinister than that. It mm -hmm. wants to possess her soul. Yep. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, What'd you get? So I'm using the Tarot of the Divine deck by uh, Yoshi Yoshitani. Um, it is inspired by deities, folklore, and fairy tales from around the world. It's a very beautiful deck, gorgeous artwork, gorgeous colors. 
Um, I very pulled, beautiful. Yes, I pulled. Um, so I wanted to preface this by saying that I've been trying this new thing when I do my tarot cards. Um, if I'm, when I'm asking a question, I'll say, okay, if the answer is this, I want this card to show up. And if the answer is that, I want that card to show up and the answer, and it usually works. Interestingly enough, because it's, it's Mm -hmm. showing you your subconscious symbols. Yes, exactly. And so I said, when I was focusing on the question and shuffling the cards, I said, okay, if this is just some bullshit publicity to get attention i want to see the seven of swords yeah if this is a good relationship she's having with this ghost i want the ten of cups and if it is a demon that's trying to get it with her i want to see the devil and i got the devil oh god you did I sure the did. devil the devil um. so that i completely mirror and echo what you just said um i got also the king of coins and i got the three of swords So I think the king of coins uh, is in the beginning of our spread here. And to me, he's cute. He's a turtle. He's just like the Ogu of the West Virginia Mm -hmm. area. Um, Anyway, (laughs) um, I think that initially he comes across as very secure um, stability. Like there's he's comforting presence, just like you said, with the king of cups. And in fact, I think because it's the king of coins, perhaps she is trying to use this for some kind of publicity oh, yeah. to bring some money mm-hmm. in. But then we have the three of swords and that to me shows that he is chipping away at her and it's kind of a painful relationship, but I do think he's manipulating her emotions mm-hmm. and it's, she doesn't realize how painful this really is, but he is getting in there deep. And of course the devil means that she is being overtaken by something that is not good. This is not a good experience for her. And she really does need to have somebody probably maybe even exercise her at this point. Like she needs to get out of the home. She needs to get cleansed or what all the things are. I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation, but this is not a good setup for her. I just don't think even if, if it was a normal ghost, it wouldn't be healthy for her anyway. We're yeah. meant to have relations yes. with the living. Yes. So there's something going on with her that is causing her to choose a dead person. Yeah. So <laughs> that's very interesting. You're right. You're right. Anyway, hopefully um, somebody else in England was watching that show and realized this girl was in trouble and mm-hmm. got a hold of her. Um I don't, I don't know if she listens to our podcast. I'd be surprised. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I hope she gets out of the situation, though, because it does not sound healthy at all. Right. Get out. Get out. Do it now. Wake not the dead. Wake not the dead. <laughs> Do not invite the dead into your bed. Exactly. We all know what happens when you drink too much human blood. That's okay. right. <laughs> anyway, that does it for us, you guys. And uh, we will let you go and see you next week. See you next week. Did you say do something with the breasts? (laughs) I said striking the chest. Oh, striking the chest. (laughs) Uh, Have a dummy to molest the breasts. I don't know what you heard. Consonants. I don't know what you heard. Consonants. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that the doll answered back. That was How old was this girl? Well, she was 16, but the dummy is what? (laughs) Like almost 100 years old. I know. It is. Okay. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts, and all dolls are definitely haunted. Hey 
Hey guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Phantoms. If you have a spooky story you would like to share with us, send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode.